Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Everything's running smoothly. Yo, yo, yo! What is going on? My name's Hartzell. And this right yeah, it's your KC Morning Show, baby. Tell you what, this is the first day I've had a voice back. Wow. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving to me, the KC Morning Hose. My name's Hartzell. You know, we were taking a week off for Thanksgiving, trying to recharge and, you know, just remind ourselves what we're thankful for. You know, like being thankful for not having to do a show for a week. But you know I love you and I'm thankful for you. It's Thanksgiving, so let's do a show. A little Thanksgiving special. How about that? Thanks singing. On the show today, let's meet some homies. Yeah, some singing homies. We've got MC Larry Moody. We have Ivy King. Two incredible stories. And my friends, they sound good too. So I can't wait for you to hear this full show back in your feeds next week. On behalf of Kitty, Benny Heist, Sean Edwards, everybody associated with this show, thank you, thank you, thank you. Up next, MC Larry Moody, followed by Ivy King. My name's Hartzell. We'll see you in the morning. Like next Monday morning. Okay. Bye. I Spencer Toter, my brother, he's back, back on your KC Morning Show. So Spencer and I, we, we chatted a few weeks ago. He's running for U.S. Senate. And I said, Spencer, I want to hear some stories from the campaign trail. And and Spencer replied and said, well, that's funny because I got some stories already from the campaign trail. And like that same day, he calls me and says, I need you to talk to this guy named Larry. And I said, Spencer, who's Larry? Well, Spencer Toter, welcome back to your show. And can you tell me who Larry is? Yeah, and I can't wait because this is so much fun. Hartzell, this is like, this is our people of Missouri moment, humans of Missouri moment. I don't know if you followed the Tangeray story of humans of New York. I've meeting Tangerays left and right. And my Tangeray story of the day is a man by the name of MC Larry Moody. This guy is inspirational. He is incredible. I am so excited for everyone to get to know him a little bit. I met MC Larry Moody because I had to file some paperwork at the old courthouse in st louis larry was sitting as a security guard in his free time he he just spends a little bit of time working for a security company he was working at the front desk and i said hey how are you doing today it seems like a slow day and he said it's such a slow day and i said let's talk i got about five minutes how are you doing and we started talking and it turns out that like all of the old school hip-hop that i love all of the culture that i love regarding taking words and turning them into stories all of the things that i grew up listening to combined with like a passion for making people's lives better and politics and and love and emotion is all tied up in MC Larry Moody. And so I like the first thing I did when I walked out of that, I, first of all, I gave him your phone number. I gave him <laughs> your personal cell phone number. And I said, you got to call my buddy Hartzell. And then I texted you as soon as I walked out because this guy is the coolest the OG of taking words and and turning them into civil rights poetry. You gave him my number and he hit me up real quick. I got all the links and this man is incredible. All because you just 
stopped and said, hey, what's up? Yeah, I mean, it, it's wild. He said, people don't normally talk to me. He said, people don't usually stop and talk to the security guard at the at, at the at the spot. And it means a lot that you even had that conversation with me. But by the time we were done, I was like, oh, my God, this guy and I are going to do something together. This is fun. So you're my conduit for creativity and things that are fun. So I figure next step is get his story out because it needs to be heard. And, and wait till folks hear this story. What do you want to call this thing, Spencer? What, show me stories? I mean, it's got a nice little ring to it. I'm a sucker for an alliteration. You, my friend, are the one who is the branding, marketing, hype man expert. You you go and you take this thing and you flavor flavor the shit out of it. I don't care what you do. <laughs> right now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to call Mr. MC Larry Moody. You ready? Oh, awesome. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, let's do it. MC Larry Moody. Can you hear me, sir? Yes, I can, Hartsu. What a pleasure to have you on the KC Morning Show. Larry, tell us a little bit about you and the point of which Spencer and yourself got to meet. And then we're going to talk even more about you. You know, I was working at the old post office, you know, and I'm sitting there and it was on Veterans Day. So I'm sitting there. It was kind of a quiet day. And we had people coming in that was uh, trying to go to the Secretary of State of Office. So, you know, Spencer came in very respectful, had his mask on and he looked over at me and uh, he said, you know, what do you do all day? I know you got a few hours to work. I said, you know what? I said, well, you know, to keep myself busy, I watch movies on my phone and then I will go with some of my music that uh, I did and Spencer say, you know, what do you do? And it went on from there and I told him about my entertainment, who I was. I showed him some of my videos and the rest is history and we're here, man. When I'm riding in the city and you know that it's on, lay back in the bins, headed to the club. I got a roll in my pocket with the hundreds on top. When I step inside the club, the girls wow. Usually when I ask people what they do for fun, they say things like, I do my job more. And Larry said, I'm like the inspiration to Curtis Blow and Slick Rick and some of the guys I looked up to growing up so, so, so much from a musical perspective. You know, I, I told you Hearts last night just to prepare for this conversation. I was going to sit down and listen to Young MC like all night. And I got to tell you, listening to, to MC Larry Moody is is like that. No profane language, but he gets his point across and it's got the old hooks. It's the the beat is so hot and the stories that he's got behind what has gotten him what what's gotten him to where he is today, they're incredible. Larry, tell us about yes, you sir. now. So we we know how you and Spencer met. Tell us everything about you, your career, your stories. I mean, the floor is yours, Larry. Man, you know, I tell you something, man. It was back in like about nineteen eighty three. I hadn't wrote a song. I hadn't done it anything. And I was looking at all these rappers, uh, Run DMC, LL Cool J, Curtis Blow, and the list goes on and on. And I said to myself, Larry, what are you going to do, man? So you know what I did? I came up with this big project. It was called Rap of the World, man. I wrote and produced this project called Rap of the World. The project was actually worth $100 million. Curtis Blow, LL Cool J, Run DMC, Salt and Pepper, the Dream Team, Rappers of the World, United as One, trying to bring the rappers together to send a positive message to the world. First thing I did was when I got it copyrighted. It was copyrighted in 1987. So I busted my butt and I got out here and I kept promoting this project. And you know what? I don't know with the industry, you know, you know, they seen me come from nowhere with a project. I wasn't trying to outdo nobody. I was just coming up with a positive message for the world. People of the world, let's come together. Love your sisters, friends, and brothers. I mean, the project was great, man. And you know what? Thank God that I actually got it copyrighted because once I put this project out, I got a chance to meet Eddie Murphy and all these people. And 
for some reason, they went behind my back and stole the concept of the idea of the project. You know, the song that came out, we're all in the same game, and they put a one on a disc, and, and I was like, wow. But you know what? It hurt me, but I kept going. I kept going, and I kept writing, writing, doing other music. And I really wanted them guys, you know, to come together and uh, do this project because it was Dr. Jockenstein had set me up with a meeting, you know, to meet Curtis Blow at the Alton Park. So I got a chance to meet Curtis Blow. Curtis Blow was number one in the project. When we was in the hotel, I said, Curtis Blow, I got his project called Rapid World. He said, what is this, man? He said, I don't do stuff like this. I said, that's fine. But when he seen he was number one on the project, he said, ah, Curtis Blow, number one. He said, I will do it if L.O. Cool J and the rest of the guys was do it. That's why it's copyrighted. And the song, I did a song for Obama and Rap of the World end up being in the song for the president, man. Isn't that something? And MC Larry Moody, you, you said you yes. got a response from Obama, didn't you? You know what? Eric Ingram, that's Luther Ingram's son. He came to me when Obama was running for to be president. He said, Larry, what you think about writing a song for the president? He said, I come up with the title. Uh, reflect before you elect Obama's on deck. So I wrote the song. I sent the song to uh, Oprah Winfrey, Bad Boy Records, Steve Harvey, Michael Basin. I put it in his hand and we sent it to the Chicago, uh, you know, where they had the headquarters. I guess about a couple weeks after that, I got a letter back. Obama got my song and he listened to the song. He signed it. I took the letter to um, Kinko's and they blew it up to 11 by 17. And I took it to a place called Moments of Frame in Clayton and they framed it for me for $90. It looked good enough to hang in the Oval Office. And I was in two scholarship events with some Anelli sponsors and I was selling CDs. And then when Obama became the president, I went back in the studio and did a song called Respect and Protect Obama's on Deck with the OJ song. And then um, Kendra Bond of the St. Louis American got a hold to me and uh, they did a story on me. It took three months for my story to come out because they know that I've been on the grind for like all these years, all these years. She said, MC Larry Moody, you know, been spinning his wheels for over 20 years, and it seemed like the industry just passed him up. And I got a story in the St. Louis American. Nelly's right up under my name and everything, man. So I did a song for the president. I got a letter back from President Obama for doing a song, you know, Hearts with Spencer. Man, I've got so much history, man. My interview could go for hours. Oh my God. <laughs> man, a- just talking to you, Larry, could be a podcast. Man, just hearing your story, I can, I can feel your passion through this phone line. How can you keep that energy in spite of adversity you know you got your ideas stolen from you but here you are still doing this for not just yourself but for your folks your community Carson I got to really be honest with you it just seems like man when you're artist entertainer and God give you with this talent you know you wake up every day and you don't you don't say I'm tired um I should have been a millionaire a long time ago. I'm gonna keep going to I be a millionaire it's like it's like a passion man you know it's like it's almost like, okay, I have to work this job every day. And if I don't get up and go work this job and sign this time card, I know my uh, car payment won't get paid. My rent won't get paid, so I have to do it. So it's like the same passion, man, as a writer, a true artist, entertainer, man. Never give up, man. Never get up. I tell you, man, I got some hot stuff now right now. When I did my, you know, Black Lives Matter song and video, I put a few projects on the black burner, you know, to do that. And I was letting the world know that when I did the song Black Lives Matter, 
I didn't do it to, you know, like to catch on the bandwagon. I was seeing the way that, you know, that we were being treated around the world, not only for just blacks and whites too, because it's not like that. You know, I know the world kind of racially divided, but I get up every day and I write and I produce. I got a big project now. It's my platinum secret. It's a song called Party Song of the Year. It's been written over a year with Beyonce, all the female singers, Jennifer Hudson, Alicia Keys. It was actually wrote for Bruno Mars and Chris Brown. It's called Party Song of the Year. Man, I got some stuff, man. <laughs> Larry, last time I saw you, you dropped a couple bars for me. Just out of the blue. You just had it in the back of your head. You got anything you want to throw at us? You know what? You guys never hear me did the song that I did for the Rams when they won the first Super Bowl. That was my first time going on TV. I called Fox 2 News. I said, John Persephone, I got a song I did for the Rams. He said, you want to be on TV? I lived in Belfast. He came to my house and did a story on me, went back to Fox 2 News and put a three-minute tape of me doing the song for the Rams when they won the Super Bowl. And it says, uh, we go back in the years of the days of Dick Vermeil, in the days of Philadelphia when the Eagles was real. Now He's in St. Louis with the team that's number one, the Super Bowl Rams, and they're having a lot of fun. His name is Kurt Warner. They are Pro Bowl bound. Look out, St. Louis. Warner Brothers are in town. Where's the different chances than you think we sell the score? We're not done yet. We're going to get more. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Look out, St. Louis. He comes to Super Bowl round. He's Isaac Boosin. He can truly get loose. He's a money man. All you got to do is get the ball in his hand. Oh, it's bad, man. Oh, oh it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. And you money. know what? Hey, Hunter, check this out. This has to us off. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing your 2000 world champion, St. Louis. Oh, it's bad, man. And then I use the TV Herman beat. And I end up doing four songs for the Rams. Can you believe that, man? Four songs consistent with the team. Our last song we did was In Our Blue and Gold before the Rams left St. Louis. It was me, Big T, and Cy. We were trying to get Chingy on, but one of his managers was, I don't know, he was acting funny or something. Like, we were trying to use Chingy, and we was paying for the recording because Chingy was willing to do it. The last song we did was In In Our Blue and Gold, In Our Blue and Gold, to win another Super Bowl. Man, I got some stuff, man. I love it. Spencer, you got anything for MC Larry Moody? The only thing I was going to tell him is I looked into, into, you know, I Googled him a little bit, and it turns out that he went to the same high school that my grandpa went to. My grandpa graduated 25 years before MC Larry Moody at Soul Dan. And so we got, we got that in common. They must have grown up right down the street from each other, but a couple years apart. Wow. Incredible. It's a small world, isn't it? It oh, is, man. God. Man, you know, all through high school, man, I dressed nice, man. I barely even had one fight. Everybody just wanted to be my friend. Man, I wanted to be cool with people, man. I didn't follow fights or nothing like that, man. It just wasn't even in my, in my era. So, Hustle, this is this is what I've been telling you, is that, you know, people from every single walk of life around this state, things bring us together. And just sitting down and me walking into the right building the wrong day, I got lucky <laughs> enough to meet this guy who's the coolest OG cat in the history of St. Louis music. And here we are getting to have fun together on a Friday morning. I mean, it's it's perfect. Oh, man. Wow, man. I'm just glad you walked in there, man. You know what, man? I met Patty LaBelle. Man. I got so many stories, things I've done. Oh, my God, man. You know, I was in two scholarship events, like I said. And right now, my biggest thing, I'm working to host the Super Bowl, man. I'm putting it out there. Dr. Dre, 
Snoop Dogg, Eminem. I will do it, man. I want to bring back the break dance of spinning with the life. 2022 Super Bowl, man. MC Larry Moody, man. I'm working hard. Twitch the hustle in STL hustle. This is it. Larry, I'm going to insert all the links in our show notes so people can go check out the music videos. Go listen to more of your stuff. And if it's okay with you, yeah. can I play that Black Lives Matter track? Is that cool? Yes. And you got the video. The guy who shot my video, his name is... Um, Sharp engineer, and I want to sing shout out to Zoe the Jerk, who's in the video, Lenny Mink, who's uh, who's on the guitar in the song Black Lives Matter, Little Dime, my son Vino. Man, this project came together, man. You know what? I mean, the song, then I shot the video. You know, you get up every day. If God has blessed you to get up, you got two legs, you got your sight, and you got your good sense. Whatever God has blessed you with, keep your passion and keep going. You know, keep writing, keep going. They say, okay, MC Larry Moody. Okay, you want to host the 22 Super Bowl, what have you done? I can show you what I've done. Look at my resume. 38 years of writing, creating music. Yes, I can host the Super Bowl because I got a great entertainment resume. I will tell people, keep writing, keep going, pray, keep God on your side, do positive things in your life. Man, that's beautiful. MC Larry Moody, he is a legend on the St. Louis side, but Kansas City, we about to discover Mr. MC Larry Moody, and we're going to be better for it. Spencer Toter, he is running for U.S. Senate. I feel like, Spencer, and again, I'm not trying to tell you how to run your campaign, sir, but I know you're going to have a couple rallies. I know you're going to have some events that are going to need some music, some bangers on the playlist. I think MC Larry Moody might need to host some of your events, my friend. Wow, man. I've been putting you out there, man. I passed out to few of your cards. You got my vote 100%, man. And anytime hey. you need me, I'm there. And Hartswell, if I get a chance this spring or summer to come to Kansas City to come live on your show, oh, yeah. man, I will do it, man. Larry, you have an open invite, brother. Open invite. Being a hip-hop absolute genius makes this so much mm-hmm. more fun. So thank you for that. And thank you for taking the time to sit and talk with me. We, we, we spent about a half an hour together at the old post office, and it was awesome. Awesome. And I appreciate your time. I appreciate you. Thank you, man. man. In my 38 years of writing, all my music is clean and edited for the world. Not one custom song, man. Not one. You know, like Will Smith said, it don't even take all of that. It just takes passion, and you got it. MC Larry Moody, thank you so much, my brother. Thank you for being on this show. Now that I know you, now you're in my life. So, yeah, you're stuck with me now. Oh, yeah, we're good, man. Whatever you guys need, Spencer, I'm there for you. Any questions, we're good. This is a great interview. Big shout out to Hartsu at the Big Kansas City Radio Show. Spencer, running for Senate. You got my 100% vote. Let's do it, man. Do Let's it. Do it. Thank you so much. Let's do it. Don't you ever forget it. We're the children. We're the victims.
made plain, and the crooked places will be made straight, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is the faith that I go back to the south with. to one place, right to Kansas City. The KC Morning Show. Now, what, three years later, four years later, I had met this incredible human, got at a wedding in Springfield. One of the things about radio folks is that they have to go tell other people that they are radio people. And I heard Ivy and I was like, oh my God, I have to get you on my show. You sound amazing. This badass chick on the drums. Fast forward now, we're in a panini. Ivy is now in Kansas City. She's got new music out. I love it when a plan comes together for the first time of many times. Ladies and gentlemen, the king of the royal rebellion, Ivy King. How are you, my friend? I am so good. How are you, Hartzell? I am doing well, and I got to apologize. I mean, wow, it took me three years to do this, but longing, it does make the heart grow fonder. So you tell me how you are doing. We've got two new tracks, Divine and The Ballad. Music videos are out. You fill (laughs) me in. Well, luckily, I have somehow managed to stay being a musician, so that's fun. That is very nice. (laughs) But my wife and I actually, uh, she is a travel nurse. She was just like a regular nurse before at a hospital here in Missouri and then we decided we were gonna do travel nursing and I was gonna be able to like go be a musician in other big cities yada 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 and then the pandemic hit luckily we were in LA so that was really fun she wore trash bags to work every day that was cool but we survived so when I was out in LA I still was able to get in contact with some really fun producers so yeah I've just been working on a lot of music and sadness for the last, you know, however long this pandemic has been lasting. But I got two singles done, Divine and The Ballad, and then we decided to have a baby. So that was cool. Yeah, I feel like I'm stepping on the lead. My girl's having a baby. (laughs) So we ended up back here in Missouri and we are in Kansas City now because we thought that trying to raise an infant by ourselves in L.A. sounded really horrifying, (laughs) at least for the time 
time being. So that's how we got here in the short, short version of that. You know, everyone's music story, media story, just it's it's always so different. Just hearing yours, you know, there is that through lineup. You just got to grind. You just got to basically figure this thing out in real time. It's trial by fire. You went from Springfield to L.A. to K.C. and you've got a wife who's now got a kid. What a wonderful whirlwind of everything and you were saying how sadness and songwriting sometimes it goes hand in hand most of the time (laughs) for me how how do you stay sane in the middle of a pandemic how did how did you do this as we're still doing this oh man it's been interesting for sure i you know i spent a lot of time alone as we all did even with like obviously with my wife being there with me it was still I don't know I feel like we were all just kind of in our own weird bubbles of processing and so that is I just sat down at my keyboard every day and just like tried to write a lot of songs and a lot of them are really bad like really really bad (laughs) mainly because I was just like I'm sad you know like whatever but then there was a few little gems that pop out and so yeah you're right like the grind helps everything um so I just kept going kept writing kept writing and it helped me process I think that as creatives which I think all of us are creatives but as humans um processing emotions is super important and so like just looking around and capturing you know the everyday things that are happening and writing about that and being vulnerable and honest really um is the best way to process healthily and not go insane if that makes sense absolutely i tell all my musician friends this it's really not fair that we have thrusted upon you all the sense that you have to get us back to normal whatever the hell that (laughs) means in spite of it all you find a way to do it and not, not only because we need it because i think you need it as well like i'm taking a look now you've got the queer revival tell us about this series that you're doing another thing that's going to help us get to that place we want to be yeah just sitting alone a lot and not being able to go out all the time and whatever like it really does help process so as i was writing these songs and preparing for their release i was just like man how do i really get these to the people i really want to get them to um because yes believe me heart so i'm gonna be lady gaga one day hell but yeah. hell yeah you is <laughs> but in the big scheme of everything i was just like okay i i need to get this to the people that really need to hear this and for me as being a queer woman that that is my target market. I write about a lot of that stuff and the, the experience of what it means to be a queer person. And so as I was doing all of that, I was just like, how do I really get this to them? And the universe dropped in my lap, the queer revival. And it's a whole concept show event in a church. The whole goal of it is to reclaim spaces and spaces that have been taken from the LGBTQ community. And so what better way to pack a bunch of gay people into a church than get drag queens and a live concert with a queer artist and so i just did my first one in springfield and we sold out it was crazy yeah that's great yeah we had over 150 people in that room which was amazing i haven't experienced that really since pre-pandemic so it was awesome i thought it was really wholesome slash really fun and the church allowed us to have alcohol and drag queens so it was quite an experience i loved it (laughs) yo if this is the new normal i am in that sounds Dope as hell. Yeah, it was great. How many wedding dresses can you hide inside your body? I used to think it was far too daunting. But I buy you 100 more. Nobody tells the truth at the store. Especially in already. 
This isn't going to be a one-off, right? Like, we're going to make this a series. Can I see this again? Yes. The goal is that this would be my tour because I want to keep reaching those people. But, um, well, really, all the people. Like, who doesn't want a big gay party? Come on, let's go. Sign me up. We're real fun people. I used to think you were gone already. But I want hundred more. Nobody tells the truth anymore. Especially in all that next year once my ep sorry if i'm rushing ahead of you once that releases that i will be touring that so hopefully kansas city will be uh one of the first stops let's dig into that real quick the ep is on the way do we have a title yet for said ep i'm not gonna tell you oh i was trying to get it out (laughs) damn you good all right not yet not yet but we can say it's on the way right can we wink wink nudge nudge that at least it is on the way (laughs) so we've got divine we've got the ballad how much did you need to get these tracks out it was really important for me i needed to say something that had been culminating in there for a long time especially divine the ballad was like i needed to release some sad uh ex-girlfriend energy (laughs) and then once i did that divine like unleashed like a whole new like badass baddie girl energy the feminine energy the lyrics i am who i am i'm a goddess i'm divine like was just really important for me and i think it's important for women or anyone who identifies as woman if I can't consume me, I'm a goddess, I'm divine, I'm a fire too. I am who I am. If I can't consume me, I'm a goddess, I'm divine, I'm a fire. Da, 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 Gotta reclaim that shit, heart soul. Reclaiming that shit with Ivy. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Ivy, anything else so we can we can plug, promote? Where can folks find you and your links? Yes. So obviously Instagram. It's i.v underscore king. So Ivy King. And then Spotify, anywhere you get your music, it's going to be Ivy King. I'm still a little baby artist. So you'll probably have to like type in some long uh, extravagant thing to find me. So probably like Ivy King, the ballad or Ivy King divine or Ivy King city girl. That's the first single that I put out a couple years ago. Oh my God. That was in the pandemic just kidding i don't even know what year it is (laughs) so yeah i'm all there my videos are on youtube they are very fun and uh, my website is ivykingmusic.com and then you can also search thequeerrevival.com and you can read all about that my friend i am so happy for you i'm so proud for you and we got you in kc i don't know how long we got you in kc i think you're gonna blow up my friend you're already blowing up but for the amount of time we've got you here we are better for it and you make us sound so much better ivy king we've got divine we've got the ballad go listen to those right now the e 
EP on the way. Are conditions ideal in the Royal Rebellion? Is it a good day in the Royal oh, Rebellion? It is always a good day in the Royal Rebellion. Like, <laughs> who doesn't want to be a part of a rebellion? Come on, let's go. Thank you so much, my friend. And we're going to chat soon, all right? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Hartzell. If there's one thing that I found is as true as the sunrise, it's that I like being on there with Hartzell. The KC Morning Show. You're listening to the KC Morning Show.